You are listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, where it's all about responding with confidence to the legal, financial, and personal challenges created by disability, unexpected illness, or simply aging in general. Join us weekly as elder law attorneys Tim Takis, Barbara McGinnis, Chris Johnson, and other members of the Takis McGinnis Elder Care Law Team talk about the tools, techniques, strategies, and services that will make the elder care journey easier for everyone involved. Get ready, because aging starts now. Hi, I'm attorney and partner Chris Johnson. Welcome to another episode of Aging Starts Now. Have you heard about the Tennessee State Veterans Homes? Do you know what services they provide? Many veterans are unaware of their services. Today, we are speaking with Sandra Wyatt, the Director of Clinical Services for the Tennessee State Veterans Home. Welcome, Sandra. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So I think the best place to start out is tell us about the Tennessee State Veterans Homes. What do people need to know about them? Um, The Tennessee State Veterans Homes, we have uh, five homes across the state. We just opened our fifth home in Cleveland, Tennessee. And it is a skilled nursing facility. We offer short and long-term care um, for veterans or their spouses who need care. Okay. And so there were, you said there are five. Now I'm going to put myself on the spot here. I promise I didn't cheat and look ahead of time, but I remember there's one in Murfreesboro. There's one in Clarksville. There's one in, is it Humboldt? Yes. Yes. And then there's one in, uh, it's the fourth one that always get, they're building the new number six is going to be Alexandria, correct? No, Arlington. <laughs> Arlington. Arlington. I knew it began with an A. All right. And then there's one out in Knoxville? Yes. Yes. There we go. So I always, I'd like to make sure I stay on the test. Uh, and, you know, you need to know where these facilities are. So they're pretty well spread out amongst the, uh, around the state, aren't they? Absolutely. And as far as these new ones, so what prompted, I I, I saw, you know, obviously we keep our finger on the pulse for these things. Uh, What prompted these two most recent ones to get built? Um, The two most recent, Clarksville is what, six years old now, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, And Cleveland is just opening. They actually have two residents right now. So both of those facilities had been in the works for probably 15 years. Um, wow. The counties had been looking for land and um, all the things that you know they have to go through to get a state veterans home. So Cleveland has now come to fruition. Clarksville is um, doing great. And as you said, Arlington, um, the foundation has been poured and construction has started. Oh, wow. So that'll, once the foundation, that'll probably go pretty quick from there, huh? Couple of years, probably, a year Couple and a years. half. Okay, so, very I mean, good. But, you know, we look at demographics where are veterans mostly populated um, and to really see which counties need a state veterans home. That's awesome. So I think the next big question is. For the state veterans home, I think this answers itself. Do you have to be a veteran to qualify for your services? Funny enough, no. Oh, really? So we are. We have to be seventy-five percent veteran. The other twenty-five percent will be either a spouse of a veteran or a gold star parent, 
And for those who don't understand what a gold star parent is, maybe never heard the term, that is a parent that lost a child during active duty. So the state of Tennessee, when they set up the charters for the state veterans home, um, was very gracious to add that. Um, that is very gracious. That's incredible. That the gold star parent, and for those that haven't met a gold star parent or seen what they've been through, uh, to to off this is a, a very small thing given the sacrifice, but it it can be a big deal. Uh, to make sure they know they're taken care of. Uh, that is a, a difficult thing to go through. So what are the criteria for admission? If someone wants to uh, access one of these state veterans homes and get care, what, what, are they, what are you guys looking for when you screen them? They have to have served active duty. Um, there's a lot of questions about whether National Guard would qualify. National Guard will only qualify if they were activated into regular service. Okay. Um, honorable discharge, of course, they have to need nursing home care. So if, if we have a veteran, say, is in Illinois, and they're wanting to come to a Tennessee State Veterans Home, they would be, um, they would be eligible as long as either they had a family member here in the state or if they were inducted into the service in the state of Tennessee. Okay, very good. The uh, so is there a waiting list? I have to imagine if they're building new ones that it can be hard to access sometimes. We do have a waiting list. However, if a veteran is acutely ill in a hospital and needs immediate um, placement or immediate rehab, then those folks would. I don't want to say bump the waiting list. That's probably not a good word, but they would take precedence over someone on the waiting list who is at home and not necessarily ready for nursing home care. So even though some of our waiting lists can be 300 um, folks long, um, that doesn't mean that um, you couldn't get into one of our homes. There are lots okay. of people on the waiting list who may not be ready for 10 more years. I got, oh, wow. So people, so People get on the waiting list early. Yes. Um, Chris, you could be on any of our waiting lists right now. <laughs> okay. The, uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't think my, my, my ego will let me put myself on the list just yet. The, uh, <laughs> so we'll see. Um, well, so let's talk about that. We talk about the waiting list, and, and maybe I jumped the shark a little bit. So let's talk about uh, how does one get admitted. So they meet the criteria. They've listened to our podcast. They know I served on active duty. I have an honorable discharge. I need nursing care service and I want to access the program. So how do they contact you? How do they start that process of getting admitted? If a veteran spouse, gold star parent is in the hospital, they would just ask the hospital case manager slash social worker um, to call a referral over to us. If they're at home um, and it's time to do something different than being at home, um, the veteran or a family member could give us a call and we would get in touch with their primary physician to get um, clinical information. Okay. So, so if all else fails, just make a call to your closest veterans home and we will walk you through it. There you go. So are you guys considered a part of the Department of Veterans Affairs or as like a subsidiary of VA hospitals or are you your own thing? 
we are our own thing. Tennessee State Veterans Home is what is called a political subdivision of the state of Tennessee. Um, we are inspected um, by the Department of Veterans Affairs, and the best way to um, really understand the difference is the state veterans home is state government. The veterans hospital is federal government. Okay. And why, why would that differentiation, why is that important to know for residents, potential residents, family members, and loved ones? Why do they need to know that? Um, the biggest reason is when someone is going to the VA for their medical care, um, they have physicians there. Those physicians do not come to the state veterans home, not meaning that they can't keep their physician, but they don't visit our homes because we are two different entities. Okay. Is there, uh, is there any like, is there shuttle services or do they, do they just use the local kind of senior rides programs? Or if someone is at your facility and needs to be treated at a, a VA facility because that is their health care, how do they make that happen? We take care of that for them. We have a couple of vans um, and we help families out with transport to and from appointments. Oh, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk about the difference between the Tennessee State Veterans Home and a VA contracted uh, nursing home facility. Like where, where, because I think a lot of people will conflate those two and think, well, aren't those all just the same thing? How do we, how do we differentiate those? Um, with, with the Tennessee State Veterans Home or any state veterans home, um, first of all, the, the resident mix, um, and I had a veteran say this to me not long ago, I'm among brothers and sisters. They understand what I've been through. So the camaraderie is one thing. Another thing is if a veteran is at least 70% service connected, they pay nothing for their stay in a state veteran's home. Um, it's 100% free, even their medications Um, If they're getting a a military retirement check or a disability check, that's really none of our business. Their spouse, they, whoever keeps that. Um, The stay in a state veteran's home is one of the benefits of their service. I'm so, uh, oh, keep going, Sandra. Don't let me. If if they're less than um, 70% service connected, of course, the, the VA also gives a per diem. Okay. One of the other, um, to help with their stay. So one of the other uh, benefits is, you know, we have so many activities that are veteran-centered. We have um, social work um, that is veteran-centered and specializes in veteran care and PTSD and some of the things that um, we see veterans come in with. Not everyone is equipped to handle those things. Um, so that's that's pretty much the difference. Okay. Well, I, I, the, I think the biggest thing out of the, all of that that I want to highlight, and I'm so glad you mentioned it, I was, I was going to bring it up at the end, uh, and I'm so glad it came out, was the 70% service connected. The, a lot of veterans don't understand that or don't, are not aware of that. They're afraid of nursing care costs. They have a disability rating, 70%, 80%, 90%. And what they don't realize is they don't have to fear 
is it going to bankrupt me? Am I going to run out of money? Am I going to be unable to access that care? Because like you said, it is a benefit of their service. And I'm so glad the way you worded that. I, I share that with my clients all the time talking about, listen, there were a lot of hardships when you signed the contract that, you know, most people might not have wanted to sign up for. You're going to miss a lot of birthdays and holidays. We're going to send you to far off places. Sometimes we're going to send you to very dangerous places. Sometimes you're just going to do very dangerous jobs here in the United States. I mean, just the training for military personnel uh, can be dangerous and, and people do lose their lives in training and it is sad and tragic. And so for all of those hardships that they've put up with, this is one of those benefits. This is one of those things where we said, we are going to take care of you on the back end. And so thank you for mentioning that. I think that is so incredibly important. It is very important. And I also want to say, it doesn't matter if a veteran owns 25 million acres of the family farm, doesn't matter how much land they have. Um, that does not factor in um, when they have that higher um, 70% or higher service connection. And we are always telling um, elderly veterans, especially ones that were in theater, if they're not service connected, there's an issue. Um, most elderly veterans, especially Vietnam, um, you know, that's what we're seeing the most of right now, um, and Agent Orange and all of the things that the, our Vietnam veterans were put through, most of them would qualify for 70% service connection. You've You've earned that. It's not something someone is giving you. I, I don't think it could be put any better, Sandra. I think you just hit it right on the head. They've earned it, and that is a big deal. So we've we've talked about this. You've you've covered the the cost of care. Uh, it it sounds like you guys do absolutely amazing work. And I, I've, I mentioned as you and I were chatting before we kick this off, I've had a few clients at the local facility in Murfreesboro uh, and I've been down there. I was struck by how much I felt like the staff cared. And so you talked about the veterans feeling at home because they're amongst brothers and, and sisters, fellow service members who have worn the uniform and, and suffered those hardships. But Somehow that manages to bleed over into the staff too. I see a lot of staff members will wear a pin that says they were a veteran, but you really get this feeling, this camaraderie of, you know, we love what we do. We love taking care of these individuals. We do love them very much. And I would add one last thing about the payment, if we have a second. Oh, absolutely. We also, you know, we also accept Medicare, Medicaid, um, private pay, and even regardless of your service connection, if you're less than that 70%, the VA gives the veteran a per diem um, that helps pay for their stay. So it's just better to come see us. I think I think it is. Well, and for the, the veterans out there that aren't aware of these facilities and knowing that there there's one that's just open and another one already in the works, we're going to have, you know, in another year or two, we're going to have six across the state. Uh, Tennessee's got a, a very strong veteran population. Uh, obviously, we've got a, a, a large base uh, 
up in Clarksville. And I think just the people of Tennessee are very proud to serve and, and proud to serve the country and do their duty and making sure that we take care of these individuals who need it. Uh, that's a big deal. And that's, that's part of what we do as a society to pay it back. So, uh, Sandra, thank you so much for what you do and for all the people that you work with. Thank you for what they do as well to help our veteran community. Thank you so much. It was great talking to you today. It was wonderful talking to you. Thank you for sharing your time. That's it for today's episode, everyone. Thank you for listening. Tagus McGinnis is a life care planning law firm helping families respond to the legal and financial challenges caused by chronic illness or disability of an elderly loved one. Join us next week for another episode of Aging Starts Now. Thank you for listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast. For more information about today's show, visit tn-elderlaw.com, click on the free resources tab, and then click on Aging Starts Now. You'll find the show notes there. And while you're at it, why not check out all the free resources available at tn-elderlaw.com. Document downloads, the Takeus McGinnis blog, educational videos, informative articles, helpful links, a TV show, and more. It's all there free for the taking. If you enjoy listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, please subscribe, rate the show, or leave us a review. It's easy to do on whatever app you use to listen. We would love your feedback on the show. Aging Starts Now. We'll be back next week with more candid discussions about challenges created by aging, disability, and unexpected illness. 